Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Igena Gerasi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. So on the Untaming Femininity podcast today, we have the honor of speaking with Yara Segal. Yara is an Israeli-born woman living in Zurich with her partner, two kids, and soon a puppy. She is a certified coactive coach, helping individuals and groups finding their life of passion and meaning. A very warm welcome to you today, Yara. Thank yes, you for well. having me. Welcome, Yara. It's so lovely to have you here. And we actually want to dive deep immediately. And knowing a little bit of your story, right? And it's a story of being lost and found. So we want to initially just focus a little bit on, on that lost place. Mm -hmm. Like, what was that lost place for you? What happened that you got lost? I think there are uh, two, two aspects of it, like main aspects. One is a professional lost, coming to a new country, a foreign country, that I couldn't practice my profession, I couldn't teach in high school. And I was working in a, in a kita. Amazing people, wonderful knowledge of the, the culture through it um, that I gained, but feeling emotionally like I was drowning, like I wasn't utilizing everything I have and, and started to get really frustrated and, and and even bitter and, and very sad um, about not bringing myself and not kind of stuck, limited, um, something along those lines. So being lost there and then starting to come out of there after I left my job with no other direction, just knowing that this is not it, finding the new direction in coaching and then being kind of hit again We'd been diagnosed with uh, multiple sclerosis at uh, the end of 2019. So that was getting lost again. Wow. Um, it's been a real blow. How was it in that moment when you received that diagnosis? Yeah, it was funny. It felt like a movie scene. Mm. I was sitting there um, and they hand you these brochures saying, so this is the MS nurse and you can approach it. And, and what's going through my mind was like, why is she saying that to me? I need an MS nurse. And, it wasn't clear to me like maybe it's for other people the ones that have ms and and then we left the room for a second they needed to, to speak among them and, and and then i asked myself if it's the same name in hebrew like i had in mind i wasn't clear of i don't think you realize everything it means or or i just think even before the diagnose because the diagnosis process takes time the night where I came to the hospital with the, with the, the relapse, like retrospect, and it was the relapse, was um, I knew I had something. I left the hospital with something. So I think this transition between entering the hospital, a healthy person, exiting a sick one, 
So that was a big thing. I think that from there was the, the, the shift of, of, from there I got, I got lost again. So. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, and I can just imagine, you know, how painful and what a shock it was to actually get that news. And, and I'm curious, how, how did your life change after that news? Oh, wow. How hasn't it changed? Um, I was just speaking about it with a friend that, yeah, um, I think as a society, we're very used to, um, or at least I'm used or I was brought up that if you don't like something or something doesn't work, you, you change it, you do something about it. I'm a very proactive person as well. Um, and all of a sudden, understanding that there's a lot of things you don't have control over and you just have to accept them, acceptance of, of that I cannot use my proactiveness and I cannot use my initiative and I cannot everything I can. So for me, the first thing, my first response was, okay, what can I do? I'll do that. I lost a lot of weight. I lost like 13 kilograms. I've decided to eliminate every stress, uh, healthier nutrition. I'm doing this tough protocol, which I was almost vegan before, and I really believe in this kind of nutrition. So I'm a strong believer in, in lifestyle and those kind of changes, but it's much deeper than that. It's not, and it doesn't really help. I mean, I live with, I live with pain. I live with energy loss, fatigue, and, and a lot of symptoms that, yeah, it's not, it's not a kind disease, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's a journey. It's a way you learn a lot through it this way and it doesn't mean that i'm stopping it just means that i'm that i have a different pace for everything and there's a bit of different priority do you know what struck me the moment i met you actually on that course a few years ago was your spirit you have this fierce courageous and i'm looking at your t-shirt now saying just do it <laughs> just do it spirit I stole it from nike i mean it's still the t-shirt but you know <laughs> And yet there's something around your mental attitude, um, uh, which I'm sure you've really had to lean into in the process of, you know, being with this diagnosis and living with it. What has helped you there? Uh, you mean, how did my spirit help me there or what helped me? Keep Mind, spirit. I feel like there's well, something. Honest, honestly, Sam, you don't always keep your spirit. I mean, you know, we all have our moments and we all have... Um, you know, there are days where I felt, and I still do sometimes, like like a failure or a lot of guilt, having two kids, knowing that right now I can't be the mom I want to be. And now I'm laying in bed and I'm missing out a lot of moments. That's a painful place for me still. Um, knowing, knowing everything I can do. Um, so... It, it hits me sometimes, but I think it's it's always a choice, right? It's always a choice on, on what to look at. And, and um, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm not trying. I think life force is, is so strong and it pulls me to, to, because the other option is to give up. The other option is, is to not do anything. That's not something I can accept. So if I kind of rationalize what I'm feeling or trying to kind of, 
organize it in in, a, in an understandable kind of way so i'm i'm kind of forced to to manage it that's the only only control i do have over this fucked up situation and what i sense there is there's a lot of courage there a lot of resilience a lot of bravery and just also simply being i feel with that with what what's present right But what's with the option again i mean i i mean sometimes you know something that a lot of people told me along the way is like you're such an inspiration and the, my initial reaction to that was i mean i honor that and i really value where it comes from and, and it does come across as authentic to me i don't think people were saying to me in order to make me feel better but then i said oh, all i did was get sick you know and i didn't i didn't do that as well so what's the inspiration for and what's the because you don't have a choice do you want to lay down in bed all day doing nothing or 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 giving up on everything you are yeah, yeah i we feel you <laughs> and um It has a powerful impact when you speak from there actually I think what's happening to me anyway it's like it wakes me up and I'm realizing wow you know that's such a lot to live with and um, people do make generalizations and acknowledgements and stuff and actually you know um, unless you're actually living it you don't fully understand it right nope. what are you understanding about yourself along the way that I'm not a quitter I always believed in the in the holistic kind of approach where very complex uh, creatures um, but I'm learning there are a lot of right ways to do many things and I'm learning and that's a new learning kind of that I don't fit in to many many squares it's hard to put a title above my head it's hard to um, fit me in somewhere and I like it. I'm learning to embrace that 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 complexity even more. Um, I'm learning to focus on really on 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 the core of me of of being I had a realization with my own amazing coach, this place of being this dream machine. Um, I love that. I pushed that at the beginning when she said that to me, you're such a dream machine. But then because I said no, but I want to be a realization machine. What's the point in just dreaming all day long? You know, you have to do something about it. But then I said, what's what's more beautiful than than dreaming, than than keeping this certain naivety in a sense, this there's something childish maybe in dreams. It's like it's not not attached to the world. It's especially to like if you think about corporate world and, and, and all this uh, big, big kids playground. But understanding that that place is mine and owning that and, and not letting go. And maybe there's something you don't know about me that that is happening to me lately. with all of those realizations. I've been writing a lot and I've been writing all throughout my life. I've been writing, but I lost it for many years and I stopped writing for fun and I stopped writing to to express myself. Stopped stopped using it as it is as this non-judgmental place that I can just process and understand and throw who I am to the world. I stopped doing that and I came back to it during the last, I think, two, three, even more months. I've been writing more and more and it comes out as poems. 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm so happy to tap back into that. And I see that there's more movement, even when I'm moving slow, even there's movement, things are happening. People, people see that when you're in your true place, I think, and, and, and connections are much more powerful, both with people who love me or I love. People just acknowledge you even more and, and see you clearer when you, even when it's frightening for me to, to. There's so much around revealing happening in you and here right now in this space, I feel like you're revealing so much to us through the way that you're communicating. And I'm curious to know what else is being revealed to you through your writing, through your life right now? maybe take a while to conceptualize that um i guess maybe that's that's more of the the found bit right because we were talking yeah. about the lost yeah and here it feels very much the found bit <laughs> so much yeah, also hear joy you. Connection and join in writing joy in being with join what's... join living and being yeah i think that i think that doing this profession, I think, as you both know, if you're not there, if you're not in this place where, where you know what you bring, and I've been many, I think ever since I'm in here, this profession, I was struggling. So what's my niche? What do I bring to people? What do I give? What's, what's my added value? What? All of us, all of us, we're like, what's going on here? What? Because we know we have the skills to basically help people or support them or encourage them pretty much in every life situation. But it was only until I understood that my thing is to exactly this, to take my energy and, and, and kind of shake people and say, wake up, it's your life now, like dream, like come, approach. And, and, and I'll be there with you and I wanna hear and I wanna dream with you and I wanna invite you to, to to be present, to be fully present. Until I understood that, or I'll say it differently. When I understood that, everything made sense. And, and, and this movement started, and there's a lot of inner work here, of course, and a lot of, you know, but, but with it, with this, this, this slow pace and with everything, it can happen. So I don't know if does that answer your question? Absolutely. <laughs> it so does. It answers it in words and it also answers it in energy, um, which is so palpable through you right now. You're a powerhouse of energy. And it's quite striking. Feels good, right? To connect to this, to this energy. I love the metaphor or the acknowledgement that your coach has made, you know, the dream machine. Mm -hmm. So what are your dreams now? Oh, wow. Thank you for posing this question to me. I also want to give credit to my coach, uh, Dr. Anat Reister-Goren, Nati, as I call her. Yeah, what is my dream? Wow. Now, to grow, I think. To grow to grow, to, to widen the circles of influence, to, to reach out to, to people, to, to, you know, I have more practical ones. Like I have a dream about this center 
uh, it has to overlook the lake or something it has to have an outside area and i want to help people you know be really really present in their life and 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 I want to work with groups and I want to work with individuals and I want to help um, unrepresented groups, whether it is minorities, refugees, women, um, a lot of people who are not, um, who are in the outskirts of society, um, uh, sick people. I want to work. This is something that I'm, ever since I was diagnosed, I'm thinking, how will that combine together? Because there's something so different in this experience. So, yeah. Yes to all that. <laughs> Thank you. There's so much about serving in your mission and your heart comes through so clearly in how you share that. And I'm wondering now, what's next for you? I'm also wondering. <laughs> <laughs> can we wander together uh, <laughs> yeah if you were yeah. to imagine it and you know to imagine an image of what's next what would that be wow uh, so many things comes up more i want to amplify everything just more i don't think it's so different than I, my previous answer just like when you put the volume on really loud <laughs> and everything yeah and the colors that gets all vivid and and you and you feel everything and and yeah and and personally as well i wanna i guess as we all are i'm looking for my own balance um my own way of living with everything together with this desire for more but this understanding that there is a limit and, and balancing um, I'm becoming increasingly better in doing that in, 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 because I do want to leave energy and time for what I hold dear and, and so giving time to my writing and, and of course being, um, the family member and the friend I want to be to my friends. Um, yeah, balancing it all and, and yeah, like you said, provide that value to the world, feeling like I'm I'm contributing my my good part and using quite the opposite than the, the last the last part where I felt like, you know, I it can replace me with with I don't want to insult monkeys, so I'm gonna say robots. <laughs> um it can replace me with with a machine and it will do the same. There's no nothing that is brings any uniqueness and we all need that i guess i guess that's also my message not only being present but but when you see people and and, and you recognize as a coach you recognize right the uniqueness in everyone the greatness and you want to pull that and you want to make it bigger and, and 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 let that shine to the world so so i'm really grateful that, that i'm in this place where where, where i can that I'm, I'm able to do that Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> and for those listeners that maybe are in a bit of a lost place in their lives, because let's face it, we all go there, we all get there, and they want to start to find themselves. What wisdom or tips could you offer them, Yara? First of all, and the most simple part is 
keep going. You know, grit is known as the number one thing that, that allows success more than any other parameter. Um, even if it's like me, slower, um, to go and to really keep in mind the all the good you have and all the good you have in your life and in yourself. Um, and to take time to to tap into that to to make it to make it uh, something dominant in your life and and to stop pulling yourself with life i had i had um i had an educator once who told us that in life you're either the leader or you're led and i think it's a beautiful sentence it's a beautiful uh, um takeaway because it's not that you have to be the, the greatest leader or you have to, to, to rule a country or a state or something in order to lead. But I think in, in the sense of leading your own life, because it, I, I think it works exactly like that in life. You're either carried away with the flow or you take charge and you decide what you want. Sometimes getting carried away with the flow is, is a wonderful thing. It's fun and it's, uh, it, it summons a lot. That's beautiful. That's definitely the definition of being a leader in my world. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. Not wanting in a way to bring it back. I'm still curious about the support system or what helps you to bounce back. You know, because you were talking about those moments we all have, right? And being sick or not, we, we all have those moments of feeling down and, and being in that place where victim or whatever is present mm -hmm. for each of us. So what, what helps you? to to come back to to that leader within or hmm. that choice that's a good question um yeah it all comes back i think to acceptance knowing that you feel the way you feel for me what helps is identify that feeling saying okay i'm in this hole now i'm, I'm feel like a mess well i want to sit with that for a bit i want to sit in this place um, maybe i am a failure okay so I'll be a failure for the next one hour, the next two hours. I'm not giving a, de a deadline yet, but I'm sitting with that. And then, and then also identifying the bubbliness that comes later. Um, this, this, there's something else opening up once we, once we absorb that and we say, okay, this is the way it is. Um, I don't know. I'm reading. I'm writing. I'm doing something useless. I'm binge watching. I'm listening to music. I'm dancing. I'm whatever. Um, let it take it out of your system. And and then naturally, I don't believe in in, in pushing anymore. And that's something that's really shifted. When I'm in this place, I'm saying now I'm weak. I won't be any good doing anything else. I'm weak now. So I can and also I can do this now but only this activity this can work for me i don't want to take on too much so i'm doing one thing and then maybe i can do another thing later maybe that will create um this something yeah <laughs> you know what i what i love about what you mentioned there because it seems definitely that moment-to-moment -moment connection with self or like all the time checking in with self and accepting that moment and I love that question you know just right now this is what I'm able right now exactly in, in a second I'll be able to yeah. do something else but accepting that that's that's big yeah.
Thank it's, you. It's also it really also helps me. I think in my parenting. Um, on weekends it's it's a bit challenging for me i mean unless we have big plans uh, the kids are home all the time or we have to do something and what do you do like other parents that doesn't have ms they they sometimes want to rest during the weekend they worked hard during the week they want to get some rest even if you don't have kids you want to get some rest and then i'm saying okay so now i can play something with my son for example i can sit with him these five minutes I also want to cook. I also want, I don't know what about that. For now, I'm forgetting about that. Is that the more practical way it's, it's, it's being done in my mind? And after I play with it, okay, now I can cook. Do I have time to cook? I can cook. Now I'm cooking. That's all I'm doing. I'm in this moment now. I'm noticing the, the I'm, I'm noticing what's going on now and I'm now here. And that takes practice, a lot of practice. I love that, but <laughs> there, there is a but in, in terms of, you know, living in the Nordic countries and you live in Switzerland, right? Yeah. How do you make that work when it comes to seeing other people? You know, because being in Denmark is like you plan two months oh, ahead. My God. <laughs> it's so hard with that. My son, is, we switched school for him and he made new friends and we encourage him to invite friends or to meet with them. So there's one boy said, yeah, I want to meet him. We gave him our phone number, we exchanged. They write to us. And then there's one day a week where um, my kids don't go to um, care, after, after school care. So we pick them up really early at 12. This kid doesn't have that. Both of his parents are working. So we set a date for Sunday, a month in advance for me. The kids want to sit an afternoon together and play. God damn it, they can't. Um, you have to plan everything. I, I, I don't have a solution for that, Mikena. I, no. I just find it really, really fucked up. Um, in Israel, it's so much easier with that. You just, hey, now I remember the cultural shock when I got to Switzerland and I tried to make friends for my daughter. She wasn't there in the kita yet. And I saw this, uh, she was playing nicely with this kid. And, and I asked the mother, so should we meet? And said, hey, Thursdays works for me. So I'm like, okay, so this thursday no a thursday three months in advance because that's the only thursday i've got available no no i have some israeli friends it's better with them even though we all live according to the local guidelines basically because we are all submitted to to the local culture but i love switzerland and i love the people here and um it has good sides you know everything is planned i have things well managed yeah i see the upside of that as well just coming a little bit back more into your truth here and if you were yeah. to, able to put your truth in a nutshell what would it be wow i don't know <laughs> what's at the heart of your story wow that's that's really big for me i don't know what to answer yeah what, what would you say you you heard my story i'll i'll, I'll be a good israeli and i'll Switch the, the question back to you. What do you think? Uh, as a coach, yeah. As well. well, I would say resilience. Resilience. I'll take resilience. Sam. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving the fact that we got asked back a question. This is the first time on the... <laughs> Yay! The question back. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I come back to spirit, Yara. 
my first impression of you was spirit and my impression of you today is even bigger spirit you are so felt in a room it be it a virtual room or a physical room we really just have this sense of you being home in yourself so i think it's just mm. so appropriate that this episode is called lost and found because mm. you know even with all of these struggles which you have spoken to so honestly and so authentically um there is just this strong, strong sense of here I am, you know, that is incredible. Thank you, Sam. It's really touching to hear what you both are saying. I think there's just no other option, really. There's no other option. We are all in our bodies and we have what we have. We go to what we go to. We have our feelings, our emotions. Why shouldn't we use that? Why shouldn't we, you know, bring it on? I mean, again, it all comes back to that. We all have this special spice, this special thing that makes us, you know, if you look at, at, at the world, there's this, this big, like it is basically, <laughs> this round thing. So we all have our pin to, to, to stab inside and our uniqueness to bring. Otherwise, it'd be so boring as well. Thank you for bringing all that, <laughs> for bringing that into the world and for bringing it here and for sharing your truth with our listeners. And please keep doing that. Thank you. I'm really, it's really, um, it's really an honor to speak with you and to be a guest I'm the first, uh, it's, it's the first time I'm guest appearing anywhere in the podcast. Uh, so thank you for the opportunity. Uh, it was fun as well. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares.